Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast, and on today's episode, I am talking to Shelby Fowler, who is a Facebook and Instagram ads expert. She is the creator of Vampire Ads Academy. She loves reality TV, and she is also the founder and CEO of Vampire Media. Today, we talk about Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and we special dive into the new latest update, the iOS 14 update, and she kind of explains how that is working and why we should really be that concerned because things are pretty much the same, but there are a few things that makes, you know, maybe the ads a little bit more expensive, stuff like that. But we also dive into some of the mindset we have or the fears we have around running ads because obviously it could be scary to spend money and not getting anything back from it. So we dive a little bit into that and there's some really golden nuggets towards the end. The last 10 minutes, I mean, that was probably the best part of this interview. So I highly recommend that you stick till the end. You'll learn a lot more in between as well. So let's dive into it. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Westgar, and today we're going to talk about Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And we have somebody here to help us with that because I am certainly not an expert on this area. We're also going to talk about the huge update that's... Um, with the Facebook ads. So we're glad to have someone here to help us. And I just want to say welcome, shall we? Thank you for having me, Ken. Thank you for coming on. So yeah, your thing is Facebook ads, Instagram ads. We're definitely going to talk about the updates. Yes. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people are struggling right now with ads. So this is good timing. Perfect timing. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to ask one question before we get started. Uh, yeah. I know that you watch The Real Housewives. Yes. <laughs> How many of them do you watch? Because there's a lot of different varieties of that. Yes. My <laughs> favorite is Beverly Hills. So, all right. Um, I don't watch all of them, but I'm a sucker for reality TV. So, right now, <laughs> I like Love Island is my jam. Um, That's your jam. Yeah, I love that show too. <laughs> so, I'm. I just love reality TV. I think it's because my life is so like normal and boring that mm -hmm. i just love watching the crazy you know it's like <laughs> well yeah it is so crazy i've seen of some life. of these shows and it, yeah it's crazy the drama it's real <laughs> <laughs> yes awesome um before we jump into anything uh why don't you just tell people you know who you are who you help and how you help them yeah absolutely so I am Shelby Fowler. I am the owner and founder of Fempire Media. We are a Facebook and Instagram ads agency, and we primarily work with high-ticket coaches who are constantly live launching and um, building their audience, selling their high-ticket offers. We help them do that with Facebook and Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, what do you say? Should we just 
start off with, you know, the questions that everybody's dying to know, you know, <laughs> what's up with the Facebook ads? Like I said, I have no clue what these updates are. Um, I'm not an expert on ads or anything like that. So I'm glad you can kind of sort this out for us and help us out with this. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump in. So iOS <laughs> 14 is mm-hmm. an update that came out on Apple. Okay. So if you have an Apple device, iPhone, iPad, right? This was an update that came out a few months ago, earlier this year. And we we knew about this in the advertising world. We had mm-hmm. heard rumors it was coming um, probably late last year, but we just didn't know when it was coming. So those of us that are kind of more plugged into the the Facebook land, right? Uh, the Facebook advertising world, we were kind of already prepping and figuring out what would change, what we would need to do in order to survive. Mm-hmm. And something that, you know, I'm going to give you the backstage pass here. Something that was told to me from a really large ad agency, which I thought was was quite fascinating. They said um, that the update's really going to it's going to mess a lot of people up. And this was before it even came out, right? Like we just knew it was going to mess a lot of people up. And especially those that are doing their own ads, because Mm -hmm. you don't have access to, you don't have access to the, the updated training, other ad agency owners. Um, Everything's constantly evolving. So if you don't have, if you're not like touched into the industry, then it's really hard to know what's going, like what's going on. Right. Um, Yeah. So you don't have the experience level yet. So uh, we kind of knew it was going to really mess with people's ads. And it was going to mess a lot with people who maybe were ad managers that um, were brand new, right? People getting into this industry was going to mess with them a lot too. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really going to, it really has kind of separated the, the people who are really good and those that are, were already struggling, right? Because it just was like icing on the cake for that. So what happened was apparently Apple was like, you know what? I want our users to have more privacy or the ability to decide if they want to share their information with advertisers. So when the update came out, and I think it really started to roll out around March um, Mm -hmm. and more aggressively, I would say March, April, May, um, it really started to aggressively move out to users. What happened was I have an Apple device. So, you know, I, I, my Apple, um, my apps update. And when I opened Facebook for the first time after the update, it said, would you like to allow this app to track your user data? Right. And I had the ability to say yes or no. Well, 90% or more of users have said no, that they don't want Facebook or Instagram or some other apps. Like I actually just downloaded a um, fitness app the other day and it asked the same question. Same thing popped up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to let this this app track your data? And um, most users are saying no. So, if, mm-hmm. so over 90% of Apple users, if they leave the platform, meaning if they see your ad, they click on it and it takes them to your website, it's much more difficult to track that person. And so Facebook now is taking much longer to optimize ads. And so mm-hmm. you have to get really, you have to know the tricks and and kind of the shortcuts and ways to get around things right now because, because of that. So a lot of people, and you may have noticed this, those of you listening, 
that were running ads or have been running ads, that your costs might have increased significantly. It t- it's taking Facebook much longer to optimize your ads. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe you have had under-reporting or over-reporting, meaning that Facebook is reporting that you had 50 webinar registrations and you only had 12. Or right, so maybe- there's a mismatch. Yes. And that's, I think the most common problem we're seeing is, is that, um, it's not matching with the, what's, what's actually happening, right? Yeah. So the cost per lead also kind of gets skewed. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I say all that because uh, it's a hot mess. We all know that. Like, (laughs) however, before this, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) exactly. However, I will tell you that it's not a reason to not advertise. It's just you have to learn the ways around it. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, too, I tell people this because they're like, wow, well, if this is the case, then why are we even advertising? Like, why should I even be running ads? Like, you know, and I keep telling people like, okay, let's be all real with ourselves. How big of a company is Facebook? Facebook owns Instagram, too. So when I say Mm -hmm. Facebook, I mean both. How big are they? They're a massive company, right? And how do they make all of their money? Advertising dollars. That's how they make money. Yeah. So you and I and all of us, we would be stupid to think that Facebook isn't going to come out with all this new updates in in the Facebook um, platform itself and especially for advertisers to make it easier and more effective. That's what Mm. they're working on. It's just going to take a little bit of time. And right now, it's still a good time to run ads. You just have to know the ways around things. Because yeah. there is a little bit of – it requires a little bit more work. And certainly if you have an ads manager or an ad agency that you work with, um, they're definitely working harder now than they were <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> yeah. And even though you know the cost per lead might go up, it's still very much possible to get you know return on investment on that. 100%. So, so. We've had several clients – um, in the last two, I'll go, I'll say two months, just so more recent, um, you know, they've spent a couple thousand dollars in ads to, to get people registered for a conversion event. Uh, and then they sold their high ticket program out of that. And, you know, they're spending $3,000 making $33,000. One spent over a little over 10,000. It was like $10,099. And she, um, has an open card is still happening right now. She's made over, you know, $200,000. So mm. it's, it's just, there's so much money to be made and it's still possible. Again, you just have to know the little like workarounds. Yeah. And do you feel like, I mean, you're still setting up the Facebook ads in the same way. You're still targeting the people the same way, I assume. So it's not that much has changed in terms of how you run the ads, but it's more like it takes more time to figure out for Facebook to figure out who they need to target because the information is not really there as much as it used to be. Uh, Yeah. And I would say the two things I can think of at the top of my head are your ad budget and time, right? Mm -hmm. You want to, especially those of you that run ads to like a live to, to get people registered for a live training that you're doing. So some, some people do instead of like an evergreen webinar, for instance, they'll do a, um, a live one, right? And I love live mm-hmm. classes and stuff because I like the energy of it and especially because you can answer questions live and all that. But um, if you're doing that or a live launch, like a five-day challenge or a two-day workshop or whatever, 
and you're selling something at the end of this conversion event, right? Instead of, I would normally have recommended if this was a year ago, I would have told you, you need to run ads for at least minimum three to four weeks before Mm. your conversion event. But now my recommendation is like at least six weeks because it does take Facebook a little bit longer. So that, and also you need to be spending enough money in order to get through um, the learning phase. And you're seeing this with a lot of people's ads as they're testing a lot of um, ad sets under an ad. So what that means is you have, you go create an ad and you can have multiple ad sets under your campaign. And for those of you that are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry. But uh, hear my warning. Like don't put too many ad sets under your campaigns because what that is, people do this so that they can test different audiences or they can test different ad graphics. People will do it this way. And the warning I give people is don't make your ads as simple as possible because the more stuff that you test, the more your budget is spread thin And right Mm -hmm. now, that's not the best thing for you. So we want to get through this kind of learning phase that Facebook gives you, which is essentially when you are running an ad for the first time and it gets submitted and it's running and you're super excited, right? And you're like, yes, my ad is out in the world. Well, now Facebook is taking all of the data from people who are looking at your ad, clicking on it, and it's trying to figure out like if your ad is good or not. And if your ad isn't getting enough clicks or conversions, then it it kind of slows down that process of Facebook getting enough data. Facebook needs enough data in order to push it out to more people. And so my advice is to just make it so super simple for Facebook to do its job. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned that we need to spend more, a little bit more on a budget in the first couple of what is it, days or talking weeks? I now? would say weeks. I would weeks? say weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much of the budget would you allocate to the first week or weeks? So I would say normally I would like to, and especially if we're talking about ads to like a conversion event, that's kind of what we've been chatting about. Yeah, but. that's probably what most people will do. Yeah. yeah. So normally what I would have recommended was to basically divide how many days you have in your pod or in your in your period of running ads, right? So if you have let's say you have 30 for easy math here, 30 days to run ads and your ad budget is let's say $4,000. So I would divide, you know, $4,000 by 30 and that would give you my daily ad spend. How much money do mm-hmm. I need to spend every day in ads? However, now and what I would do is I might I might um, we used to kind of move that down a little bit. So let's say it was a hundred dollars a day. Again, easy math here. Well, I might spend eighty dollars a day, and then the week before my conversion event, I could increase my my how much money I'm spending so that I hit more people right before my conversion event. So I get the most mm-hmm. people excited. They're like coming right out of the ad they haven't been signed up for three weeks, right? Because if you're running ads for like six weeks to something, you know, you're going to have people that sign up right away. And then they're going to be like, oh, I forgot about this because this was like yeah. a month ago. So I want the the most excited people at the end. So that's how I used to do it. And I still do something like that with clients. But I will tell you that you may want to start off at like full full throttle there. So starting off at, you know, 
at a hundred bucks a day instead of going down to 80 might be a mm-hmm. better way to do it. But overall, I will tell you that just overall, I would increase how much you're willing to spend on your ads by a little bit, because then you can really start to get through those kind of roadblocks that Facebook has right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, when I'm thinking in, in terms of launch, you have like, well, after you have launched something and let's say you're launching something in the next 90 days after that, again, um, would you say that it is a good idea to kind of start testing out some ads immediately after that launch, just to get a feeling where the audience is with, you know, different types of pro, um, videos or um, just posts, stuff like that, just to kind of build that audience so that it's more ready for when you actually get the launch. So you have a better chance of actually hitting the right people when you get to launch. Yeah. I actually really like this idea of um, running ads in between your launches to like a video that you did. Maybe it's a 10 Mm -hmm. minute training that you did and running a video view ad to that for like 10 bucks a day or something. You don't have to spend a lot of money, but it's, it's again, like you said, you just really want when people come into your funnel and they're in your world, we want you to be unforgettable. So we want you to be top of mind all the time. So retargeting the people that you have in your in your email list that are following you on Facebook and Instagram, um, we want to re-engage these people constantly because once they follow you, once they're on your email list, once they've signed up for something, we want to make sure that you're always at the top of their mind. And those people mm-hmm. are more likely to convert anyway. So whether that's you selling something for $27 or $27,000, right? They're more likely to convert because they know who you are. So if you continuously warm them up in between your launches, your 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 launches will work better. Your business longevity is going to be better. So I love doing something like that. But I know uh, several clients that will you know, just boost a post on Instagram, Mm -hmm. for instance. Um, And I'm not a huge fan of boosting. However, none of you guys are. (laughs) Yeah, none of us ad people are. (laughs) Yeah. However, um, I will tell you that there's like a scoring system with Facebook. It's like a secret scoring system. And I don't even know who like decide, like who's on this, like, I don't know if it's AI or what, but essentially... There's certain things that will help your ads do better. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you like basically gain more points. And if you do this, it affects your, your Facebook favors you. Okay. So we want to get all the favorite points right from Facebook. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, um, and relating to what we're talking about right now is that if your Facebook and Instagram page is more engaged, your ads will do better because Facebook knows that like people already like your content. You're a real business. Um, you have more engagement, you have higher engagement. So because of that, because of the audience engagement that you have, your ads will do better. So in between launches, it's not a terrible idea, especially if you're just starting out and you're like, Shelby, I don't have anybody on my Facebook business page. Like I don't have any engagement. It's not a bad idea to boost a post or two for a couple of bucks just to pump up your engagement a little bit right before you run ads, because it will help you in the long run. Now, if we want to get like pro version to this, I recommend running ads in between your launches um, to those video, like little short trainings or having um, a, 
a post and running maybe a reach campaign to that um, for your warm audience just to re-engage people, that would be the smart way to do it. So that's kind of a way to get favorite points from Facebook is just Mm -hmm. making sure that your stuff has engagement on it. And I know most of us don't have a lot of stuff on our Facebook business pages, but a lot of us are active on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and I I don't know if you see it the same way, but I feel like the most times when I see Facebook ads is when they do a launch. I really, there's a few people that I see are doing what we just talked about, you know, putting out uh, some advertisements on regular posts to get the engagement to make sure they step top of mind but most people tend to do okay we're launching let's go we got to do run some ads and then they're suddenly everywhere yeah um how do you is it do you see it the same way a lot of people are especially in the high ticket space a lot of people are running launch ads and i Mm -hmm. do find that a lot of people i feel like miss the boat because they are only running ads when it's when they're getting people to sign up for their launch, their webinar, their masterclass, whatever it is. Um, Because I think that you can do stuff in between that will improve the results of your live launch ads, but they will also increase your visibility and position you as the authority in the market, which is what we want, right? We all Mm -hmm. want to be seen as the go-to. So in order to do that, I would be running, you know, ads in between but here's the thing you don't have to spend a whole lot in those like in the in between phase you know the launches sure you spend a lot of money because yeah you know you're doing something real specific but in between yeah not so much yeah absolutely and still people will run ads to a lead magnet like that's something Mm -hmm. a lot of people do as well just to grow your email list but then you can always be if you're emailing your list which you should be then you can be telling them like, hey, I have a live launch coming up. Sign up for the free masterclass or whatever. Um, and those people are, are – those ads are actually a lot cheaper than ads that go to a webinar registration or a, a live training registration of any sort. Those ads mm-hmm. are are probably like triple the price. So it is actually less expensive to run ads to a freebie, a lead magnet, and then just email them and have them sign up for your live launch. Yeah. So that's one way of doing it, obviously. Yeah. So if you had like $10 a day, how would you spend that on Facebook ads? And that's like in between launches. Yeah. I would do the video view ad. Mm -hmm. So I would take a video, a live video works well, but if you have a pre-recorded one, that's fine too. And I would run an ad to it. So I like my my theory on this is that we're not asking for anything, right? This this ad is just simply to grow your audience, increase your visibility, mm-hmm. uh, position you as the authority in the industry, and also to re-engage the current audience. So you're not necessarily getting an ROI right away from this because you're not asking for anything. But if it's just you run it for 10 bucks a day. And 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes tops. Like I'm a, I'm a fan of shorter form videos just because yep. the attention span we have is all very short. It's very <laughs> so, short. Yeah. So I have like, if you can just do something like five tips to X, Y, Z, right? Like something 
super easy to do, giving some quick value bombs away so that people get something from you and they're like, wow, that was a great training or I learned something or I'm going to use that to make more money or whatever. And then you run a run a video view ad to that. So I actually, you could do this to several different things. You can run it to people who are already in your warm market. So people who engage with your Facebook and your Instagram, who are on your email list or who visited your website. But you can also um, run it to some audiences that you regularly target. So if you know that you're going to target certain audiences for your next live launch ads, you can start to target those audiences with your video And then when you run your live launch ads, you can retarget the people who watched your video who are already in Mm -hmm. the audience that you wanted to target. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's the same thing if you want to retarget, you know, people who's on your email list or create and target from email list. Exactly. So it's going to help you build an audience, but it's also going to help you re-engage your existing one. Mm -hmm. And then you have the lookalike audience. Is that what you... Well, is that a different ad set, I guess? Yes. So that would be a different ad set. However, you can always, if you have a small, warm market, like if you don't have a lot of followers, you're kind of, you're not, you don't have a huge social media presence. You don't have a big email list. What you can do is you can create a lookalike audience from your existing warm market to make, to make it big enough to target. But essentially what a lookalike audience is, is it's, it's putting, giving Facebook all of the, your email list, um, and giving, you know, and they, they already know who follows you and likes you on Facebook and Instagram and who's engaging with you and messaging you and all of that. And it's going to create an audience that has similarities to those people who are already in your war market. And then you can target those people and you can always like niche it down to, I want to target just men or just women or people in this age range, right, um, or in these countries. So that way you can, ta- you can, you can, gr- if you don't have a big, big enough audience to kind of retarget, that will give you a little, a little bit more to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of, well, for one, you know, if you have a lead magnet, so you want to just make sure you build the email list and stuff like that. Uh, what type of um, ads? would you choose to run? Is that a conversion ad uh, or is that something else? Great question. So if you do a conversion ad, there's a few options here. So Mm -hmm. you have to spend enough money if you're going to do a conversion campaign. And the reason why is because it takes 50 conversions, 50 downloads of your lead magnet in order Mm -hmm. for Facebook to optimize your ad and send it to everybody. Otherwise it gets stuck in learning limited, which is like, jail for your ad. <laughs> like, we don't want that. So you need 50 conversions. So knowing that rule ahead of time will help you decide like it, you have to spend enough money. So this goes back to instead of if you wanted to spend $20 a day, let's say, to grow your email list, maybe you spend $50 a day up front. Um, and then you can, you know, after your over 50 conversions, you can kind of pull your ad budget back down a little bit. So something like that would work really well. However, if you are playing with a smaller ad budget, you may want to try traffic. A traffic campaign is going to send people to your website. Now, we're not able to see 
inside of Facebook if they converted. And I don't recommend using a lot of custom conversions right now because um, they're not always spot on mm-hmm. with all of the iOS stuff. But what you can do is you can always double check in your back end to see if it's, you know, if people are clicking and signing up. So traffic campaign or what you can do, the third option is you can run a lead gen campaign, which means when someone clicks on your ad, they fill out a lead form inside of Facebook where they'll put their name, their email. Um, If you want to ask for their phone number, you can do that. And Mm -hmm. then what you can use is like Zapier or something to connect that form with your backend, your email provider or whatever, so that it sends them out an email that's like, thanks for downloading my lead magnet. Here's the link to get it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be a really great way to do it as well because you're keeping them on the platform. You're keeping them yeah. on Facebook instead of sending them off, which means that Facebook can track everything. So you don't you kind of bypass all the iOS stuff. That's the trick to to bypassing that. Right. So keeping Facebook them on the platform favors that kind of approach, I guess. Yes, it does. Okay. So, but would it affect your ads in such a big way that you really should go with that type of campaign instead of going with a conversion campaign? Um, with the lead gen ads, and I like to run these now for live, like any launch ads too. So mm-hmm. that I, we like to use lead, the lead gen form right now. Um, you just have to spend enough money. Same thing. It's going to take 50 conversions. Now, yeah. the benefit is obviously you get much more accurate data. So Facebook can optimize your ads a lot sooner. So mm-hmm. if you are playing with a smaller budget, go with traffic. If you have some fun money to play with with ads, then go with the lead gen campaign. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, and that's how you would fill your webinars as well if you're doing webinar or any kind of... exactly challenge or yeah whatever it might be yep yeah same thing yeah um in terms of you know hiring people to help you with this ads because it's getting a little bit more difficult which with each new update or algorithm that changes and stuff like that um there seems to be a lot of people who want to stay on retainers and for a lot of small business owners that might be a little bit hard because it's you know, it's a lot of money. You need to spend money on ads. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way for people to kind of hire people on a less basis, I guess? I, I assume that it's going to be hard because you need some time to kind of figure things out. But I don't know if that's even an option for people. So many companies will just do ads for a, like for a live launch. They might give you a special live launch pricing. So um, they'll work with you for like two months. You know, it's usually around two months. And Mm. that way you don't have to sign a long contract. However, um, I would tell you that like most good agencies, people that know what they're doing, they are going to require probably at least a three month contract because it's in their best interest, right? They're, they have an oper- they're operating on a higher level. They have people that are looking at – you have a lot more eyeballs on your ads, so that means for them their overhead is a lot higher than somebody who's just kind of learning how to run ads, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say that if you – here's my, my advice. If I didn't own an ad agency, I would – this is what I would do. 
I would learn how to do it myself if I couldn't afford to hire somebody for their like three month package or whatever, because mm-hmm. they're going to really, if you hire somebody just, I, I would do that over hiring somebody that barely knows what they're doing only because, um, the, the, you don't want to lose money and somebody nope. who is brand new, they just don't have the experience to adapt quick enough. And, and we all start from somewhere. So it's not to mm-hmm. say that you shouldn't give someone a shot necessarily, but I'm saying like, if you, if you're in the middle of a launch, like hire someone that's good at this because you want the best results and if you're going to spend the money, spend it wisely. Spend it with somebody who knows how to take care of your ads, who are going to look at your ads and give you really great service, but also have the the access to information. So the benefit of working with somebody who has a lot of other clients is that they also adapt a lot quicker because they see trends a lot sooner because they have mm-hmm. a lot of data to look at. So I, for instance, am able to see when things are happening and see trends through four or five different clients who are running similar ads, you know, that versus, um, you know, plus, right. Cause we, we manage lots of ads, but versus somebody who's, you know, only has like five or six clients, they may not see it very quickly, or maybe they, you know, they, they're just not going to see the trends very, very soon. So yeah, yeah. when we're managing this much money in ads, we see trends really quickly. So that allows you to make you know, we, we then can take that to you as the client and say like, Hey, this is what we're noticing with our client who's spending 20 grand a month in ads in the similar industry is X, Y, Z. So let's try that. Cause it's working really mm-hmm. well for them. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. able to get better benefit. service. Yes. Um, so that's what I, w- if I didn't have the money to spend on a great agency to hire, I would learn how to do it myself with help. And there's mm-hmm. programs out there that can that will teach you this. I have one that will teach you how to run ads and give you the support. So you're working with an agency, but you're doing you're you're managing your own ad, but you get mm-hmm. their like our help, right? So and it's there's, kind of a hybrid. It is. Yeah, it is. Nice. And it's at a fraction of the cost, right? Yeah. So I would do something more like that because then I can one learn. So when I am ready to hire somebody, I know that they're doing, I know the basics. So when they're telling me lingo and how to do things, I understand. Um, But also I'm saving a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm still getting really great results because I have access to an agency or a person who's an expert in that field. Mm hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with the fact that you should take some time to kind of learn the basics just so you know what kind of goes, what's going on. Either, I mean, no matter whether you're hiring someone who's fairly new at this or if you're hiring someone who's experienced, but you, you kind of need to know what they're talking about, the numbers that are coming with you, so you understand what's going on here and you're not yeah. being, yeah, played. Don't get played. <laughs> Straight up, like, yeah. Played, yeah. And I will tell you that we've all heard those stories in the Mm. advertising industry, right? Where somebody spent thousands of dollars with an agency or I've gotten this a lot. Oh, I, I only charged, they only charged X amount of money. So I thought that they were going to be good at it, but it ended up being a terrible decision because I ended up spending way more money in ads and lost all of it and got Mm. zero results, like zero, you know? And so is it about the money or the results for you? So think about that. Like, 
Yeah. I you just got to be smart, and and you we all have heard those stories about how people have hired agencies or an ad manager, and it just didn't work out really well. And so, mm-hmm. you know, let's avoid that so that you you don't fall into that trap too. Yeah, and I guess that's a genuine fear with people. You know, they don't want to spend thousands of dollars and not see any kind of return. I mean, break even, fine. You know, we can live, and you can probably live a little bit on the minus side, but you know, you probably want to make some money back, obviously. But yeah. Absolutely. And especially if you're running ads to like, other than launching stuff, if you're running ads to, I don't know, like a product, if you're a product-based mm-hmm. business, um, an e-com store, like breaking even like the first month isn't, that's not abnormal. Like that's like what you, you know, that's pretty normal. It right, takes a, yeah. It takes a while to really optimize your ads, but you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're not falling into a hole every month, but it's not like you said, breaking even isn't bad initially if you're testing a lot of stuff and figuring out what works and pivoting. And again, it's all about like your agency needs to see with ads, you have to be able to read what the data is telling you and be Mm -hmm. able to make decisions quickly off of that so that you don't lose money. Yeah. How would you say people will need to understand or reframe that train of thought that, you know, advertisement is, is hard and I don't want to lose money, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you have some experience with uh, previous <laughs> clients that had these thoughts. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's not – you're in a very – Welcome. Welcome to the community of people who've lost money in advertising because, you know, everybody is you're going to like you're probably going to, yeah. um, you know, you're you're going to have just like you're going to have failed launches and you're going to mm-hmm. do everything in your power to show up and sell your programs and you're going to sell none of it. But maybe that's because you need help with your positioning or your messaging or your sales. You know, there's all in business. We're all failing all the time. It's just yeah. the ones of us that are more, you know, some are more successful than others. And what I've had to learn is that like the people that are the most successful have failed the most. Exactly. And they've just gotten up more than everybody Mm -hmm. else. Right. Yeah. So it's just, don't be afraid of losing money because if you hold on so tightly to money like that, um, you're going to miss out on opportunity. And here's the thing with advertising in general. Okay. It is amazing. It is beautiful. It helps businesses scale all the time. I see it myself every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it making people so much money and getting them out of working so hard in their business because it's automating lead gen. And that makes my heart sing because my clients now have way more time, way more money. And that is, that's what we all want in entrepreneurship, right? We want to have more time, freedom, and Mm -hmm. money, all of the things, right? And it, It takes a little bit of time to get there. But here's what I want to tell you is that there you can do this organically. You could, right? You could do all of this organically. It will take you years. It'll Mm -hmm. take you years. Um, And you shouldn't start ads until you have a – you already have your messaging down and your positioning down and you have your offers that are already selling because it's rocket fuel, Ads are the mm-hmm. rocket fuel. They're the icing on the cake. They don't fix a broken sales problem. They don't fix your bad messaging. They don't fix a terrible sales page, right? It's going to be rocket fuel. So whatever you have going on that's selling and working well, 
if you throw ads on that, the likelihood of you failing is very slim. Because mm. again, we like we don't take on clients that we know aren't aren't going that could have success, right? We want to see that you already have things that are working because we know the power of ads is it's just going to supercharge your results. So, mm. uh, and here's the other thing is that it would take you so long to get enough people to your funnels, enough people to your pages to get the kind of data that Facebook could get you in a couple of days, a week, a month, right? It's going to send way more traffic than you probably ever have had to your page, website, wherever you're sending them. Um, and that that data is golden. So don't think of it like I'm losing money. Sometimes ads are working really well, but your website sucks. And you wouldn't know that for a long time and you'd be keep, you'd keep losing money, you know, not knowing it because and the, the process would be dra- like drawn out for you because you didn't have enough people visiting your website to know what your conversion rates were. But now, and especially people that didn't know about your business, right? Cold leads visiting your website. You're not getting a bunch of cold leads to your website organically. Like most people aren't. So it's going to, and it would take you again so long for you to figure out those numbers and those things that Facebook ads or Instagram ads or Google ads, right? Any kind of ads, LinkedIn ads, Pinterest ads, whatever. They're going to do this in a short amount of time for you. So now the process of you learning these things isn't months and years. It's like it could be a week. And Mm -hmm. that week could save you years of spinning your wheels wondering what the heck is going on, why, why you're not selling stuff, why it's not converting, right? It's going to give you that data really quickly so you can make decisions for your business and switch things up, adjust things so that you can now make more money. So mm-hmm. I argue, is it, are you losing money or are you saving and making more money because now you have information that you didn't have and you wouldn't have had access to for probably a year or two? Love, love all that. That was, I mean, so many golden nuggets for people out there. And I, I mean, this is probably also why so many people look at Facebook ads and are saying that it doesn't work because they haven't nailed down their messaging and the offer and stuff like that. Because it's like you said, you know, if that doesn't work, it, it doesn't help to spend money on ads. Nothing's going to fix it. Right. And then they see it doesn't work. And it's like, oh, man, Facebook ads doesn't work. I'm not going to bother. And they just, don't don't focus on the important stuff, which is the messing, the offers, the fundamental things. Absolutely. So I love that. Love that you brought that up. Do you have any, I mean, I, I, that's a great way to kind of end this, but uh, <laughs> do you have any so much. I know. last tips on the things that we talked about um, that could top this? I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> so I guess in short, don't be afraid to, to run ads, but don't run ads my suggestion, this is, you know, this is me looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Don't run ads until you already have your positioning, your your messaging down, and you have solid offers in place. I will say, though, that um, I've worked with several clients who just invested in some help with uh, like messaging and positioning coach and helped mm-hmm. kind of build out their offer together. And they have a solid offer and they've had success in business already, but it might be a new offer. Um, then I would say like, yeah, let's run ads to that because you already have some business, uh, success and you have the money to back it up to be able to invest. However, most of us start off in business and we're like, I 
could help a lot of people. So I'm not really sure what my niche is yet, right? Or you mm-hmm. haven't dialed that in. You haven't dialed in what their pain points are, what they experience, how to speak to them. Um, so get all of that right. Get you get some profitable um, offers, you know, and, and prove your offers with your organic marketing and then throw ads in the mix. Once you already are moving and grooving, you're, you're getting some momentum. And remember the ads are the rocket fuel. They're not going to fix any broken sales problem, any broken marketing or messaging problem. Um, they're really the rocket fuel, the icing on the cake. So mm-hmm. don't jump ahead without doing those things. That's really important. I think that might be the main reason why people fail in their ads is because of that. Um, and you confuse the the buyer. So then they just don't, they just leave you because they're confused. You're confused. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Uh, only thing I'm going to add to that is that uh, people shouldn't be bummed out if they're struggling with the messaging because messaging, it, it takes time. It does. I mean, and it's, also constantly evolving so mm-hmm. i mean it's not changing directions you know 180 degrees but it takes time and evolves and you know it keeps on getting better and better and better but don't feel bummed out just yeah. because you get nailed the first time that's a really great point and you know i will say that especially for those of you that are coaches you are going to change your messaging probably quite a bit because as you mm-hmm. become more successful in business your ideal client is also probably a little bit more um, experienced. And instead of working with like newer people, you evolve and your skill set evolves. And so your messaging is always going to be evolving and up leveling. So it doesn't have to be finalized, like you said. Like, and and mm-hmm. I mean, I just changed my messaging a little bit. So I think it's yeah. just, it's kind of this. It's this fluid thing that is constantly evolving. Yeah, it's a living evolving. organism, basically. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, let's just end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for I, having me. No, but seriously, that was really good. I, I love this last ten minutes that we kind of really dug into this um, this topic because I think we touched on a really important, good points that people really should pay attention to. Yeah. Thank so you for having me. Just, yeah, I want to say thank you so much, and thank you for clarifying. The updates and going through, you know, what was the purpose of all of that. And yeah, I really appreciate you taking time to coming on and explaining everything to us. You are so welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who's listening. And we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.